You're listening to a DAP talk series about health equity. In this episode, founder George Sansel talks about how the AIDS crisis taught us how to help people access health care they need now. How can what we learned from the initial years of the AIDS crisis inform how we can increase health equity today? William Shakespeare said it best, past is prologue. When it comes to health equity, what has been true over time remains true right through the present. You've got to meet people where they are at in their own life's journey in order to help them improve their health. Shame might look different over time, but it always seems to prevent people from being healthy. Shame was a regular part of life in the early years of the AIDS crisis, and it had a deadly effect. Many men who had sex with men stayed in the closet because being gay was criminalized. Having to admit you were gay simply meant you could lose everything. Talking to your doctor exposed your vulnerability. Therefore, talking about sexual health was unlikely. Even if you located a gay-sensitive clinic, getting an HIV test could be a terrifying and humiliating experience. Furthermore, admitting you have a mysterious virus equal to a death sentence was more than many men could handle, even after the HIV test was developed. Shame and fear pushed some men into denial, which led to the false conclusion that not testing meant not having to think about HIV. Fear, shame, denial, avoidance left the door open for the virus to spread unchecked within the gay community. Bottom line, a lot of people died unnecessarily. But how do you commit yourself to something you don't understand? During those earliest years, we never imagined that a time would come when people with HIV disease would not die from it. We were fighting against broad-based philosophical and political beliefs and institutions. It felt like almost everywhere we turned for assistance and support, these voices were declaring that people deserve to die from HIV for no other reason and because they were gay. We founded the Desert AIDS Project because none of us were ashamed of being gay and could no longer sit idly by watching our friends die without receiving the love and care they deserved. Initially, our naivete hindered our ability to get beyond the confusion and disorganization. Grief makes it hard to dream about the future, and many of us lived simultaneously in fear and grief. We could not imagine how testing and treatments for HIV could ease the fear and stress of living with HIV disease. Let me just repeat, living with HIV. If we had not launched our work with developing a framework to care for our friends dying with HIV, those people, including some of us, would be anonymous today and researchers would not have had a window into what works and what does not for patients living with HIV disease. We had no way of knowing that our work would lead to an important finding. Medication alone is not sufficient for comprehensively treating HIV. We noticed patients who received help with socialization, food, transportation, financial security, education, housing, most often stabilized their health status, 
as compared with those without access to these supportive services. We knew that we would have to help patients fight poverty and isolation if they were going to benefit from our health care and prescriptions. Giving people access to care when they cannot pay for it has always been controversial in the United States because of the stigma of being poor. But that is changing. For instance, the Centers for Disease Control and the California Department of Public Health both say we need health equity for people if we're going to be COVID. Life has not become perfect for lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, but we have learned a lot from our struggles and we will not let that go to waste. DAP Health is dealing with the unmet needs of people of color, women, and especially people living in poverty. Treating HIV is still a core mission at DAP Health, and now improving health access for everyone is too. Health equity does not seem to be a straight line, but we have learned that we must be willing to jump in feet first, even if you do not have a complete idea of how you're going to get there. Thank you for listening to this segment of DAP Talks. Visit DAPHealth.org to learn more.